Somewhere between creation and where we are today, we've made creation a point of an argument. Somewhere between the resurrection and where we are today, we've made the gospel so many more things that the truth should set us all people free. Why do we do this? I wish I knew. I just know that God, who got all creative way back in the beginning, still gets creative to get my attention and yours so that we have the choice over and again to choose truth over the devil's fallacy and our need to argue a point. This is Sabbath School University, and I'm your host, Sarah Mae Clone. Offering information for your mind. Enabling transformation for your heart. Sabbath School U, a weekly dialogue exploring God's Word and its application for today's world. Welcome to Sabbath School University. My name is Sarah Mae Clone, and I am your host for today. And with me, I have a panel that should look familiar to you. Maybe they don't. So just in case you weren't paying attention, uh, please introduce yourself. Uh, tell me your name. And also, what's your favorite pastime? Starting with you. My name is uh, Roshan Abadasri. Mm -hmm. And my favorite pastime uh, for a while now has been uh, working out. Working out. Yeah. Way to be athletic. <laughs> I am not always so. So good job. Uh, my name is Thomas Watkins, and mm -hmm. um, my favorite pastime is basketball. Basketball. Man, I'm going to look really horrible in a second here. <laughs> Especially with my... No. <laughs> my name is Gregory Church, mm -hmm. um, and I love to do parkour. I'll probably have to explain what that yeah. is. Free running, it's like jumping over stuff straight line. So as a crow flies, you run. Okay, so I am definitely the only one that is not running anywhere or doing anything <laughs> athletic right now. Awesome! Yay! Self-esteem boost. So on that note, we should probably <laughs> pray. <laughs> so would you mind praying, well, reading the scripture and praying for us? Sure. Uh, our scripture today comes from 1 Corinthians uh, 15:22, okay. and it reads, As in Adam all die, so in Christ all will be made alive. Mm -hmm. Let's bow our heads for prayer. Devra, underni kachikapari, i program baga jergi mirdivinci, Jesus naam nenu ariknantandri. Amen. Amen. What was that? <laughs> it's Telugu. Telugu. Yeah. Telugu. That sounded cool. I just awesome. had no idea what was happening. So thank you for praying. Hey, you're welcome. Um, just to get started, we're on lesson twelve, and the topic is creation and the gospel. Yay! So, how does sin affect our relationship to our Creator? I think we can look at Genesis and we see that um, separation from God is a key. You know, um, sin just it separates us. It mm -hmm. separates our. It, it just messes up a relationship. You saw how Adam and Eve they had to be separate from the garden, mm -hmm. and they had to be you know basically taken out of the garden, and that's what it does. It separates mm -hmm. us from God. Yeah, that's a brutal, brutal realization, I think. Yeah. Man. Yeah, any other thoughts on that? Any thoughts on how does sin affect our relationship to our Creator? I mean, maybe personally, how does it affect your relationship to your Creator? I think there's a, there's a lot to do with, with guilt after mm. you sin, for me especially. Like, when I sin and you realize that you sinned, you just feel like, man, 
I did something so wrong. Can God take me back? And, mm -hmm. and you, instead of going back to God, our human nature just makes us run away from Him because that's what we did initially. Mm -hmm. When Adam and Eve sinned, first thing they did was run, was hide. Yeah. And I think even to this day, our human nature, when we sin, we tend to hide instead of, instead of initially going and asking God for forgiveness. Yeah. It's an automatic response yeah. to like cover and <laughs> run away. No, I don't want to deal with it. Yeah. I like to think of sin as like pulling the plug on our connection with God. Mm. So since God is described as life and light mm -hmm. and He is truth, you know, like all these things mm -hmm. that describe God, um, that it's like you have, we're a bulb mm -hmm. and we pull the plug on our connection to the power source and we die. You know, with a bulb there's a, a certain amount of time that it's still lit when the power goes out and mm -hmm. it goes out. We don't see that because it's really fast. Mm -hmm. But, you know, like a battery, it slowly. stays charged and slowly mm -hmm. goes away. And I think of sin as pulling the plug on the power source because, you know, anything that separates us from God mm. could be considered sin. Mm. And so it, it's not just like the Ten Commandments, you know, these are the sins, right. nothing else. It's, it's more than that. Right. And it's always interesting because you don't often see the process, so you don't realize how far away you've gotten from the yeah. power source. Because I know I'm in denial sometimes, and I'll be like, whoa, how did I get all the way over here, you know? And you're just so disconnected. Mm -hmm. And so it takes, it's a little bit more complicated that time to get back to it, but the power source is still there. Mm -hmm. So it's about plugging back in, if you will, yeah. to use your analogy. <laughs> I have an illustration. Um, <clears throat> you know, during the Holocaust, um, they did studies with children, you know, studies that we shouldn't use, as, like we should try to do the studies some other way because mm -hmm. they're done in a wrong way. Mm -hmm. But it still, it still shows the point. Right. Um, during the Holocaust, they took babies, newborn babies, and separated them from their mother. Mm -hmm. Not just their mother, they separated them from human touch, period. Mm -hmm. Put them in an incubative um, unit fed them, they were sustained with everything with life, but they died. Hmm. And the what they drew from that was that babies need human touch. They need to know love from the moment that they're born. Right. And if they don't, then they die. And so it's like, if we don't have love, if we right. don't have some aspect of what God has given to sustain us, right. we will die. Mm. Yeah. Powerful. Yeah, that's huge. And I think that so often we forget about the importance of that connectivity and reconnecting mm. with God as opposed to being, oh, well, I'm far away, so <laughs> now what? You know? Yeah, exactly. So, well, what's God's response after the fall? Tell us about the gospel. Because mm. I think often we go, well, you know, we had to go out of here and we look at the doomsday side of it. But what did God do throughout the process? First thing God did, mm -hmm. he, didn't, he didn't condemn us. Mm. He didn't say, oh gosh, look what you guys did. I told you this was going to happen. I told you not to do this, blah, 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 blah. He didn't condone us. He didn't, condone, he didn't judge us. Mm -hmm. First thing he did was he came after us. Mm -hmm. He's like, Adam, where are you? I want to see you. Because mm -hmm. God is a loving God. He's a God of love. He wants that relationship with us. And he, didn't, he put everything aside. He put the wrongdoing of Adam and Eve. Right. And he just wanted them. Mm -hmm. And 
that mm. is what the gospel is all about. It's about the relationship. God wants us to come back to Him. And so in the gospel is the message of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And Jesus Christ, His whole mission was to die on the sins, take our sins away, mm -hmm. so that we can come back to God. Mm. Yep. So God is always, He's, wow. he's exciting to me, and He's always wanting that relationship. He's that's always really active. Cool. He always wants us to come closer to Him. And that's, yeah. and underneath it all is this love. He just mm -hmm. loves us that much that He's willing to come after us in the beginning, and even to this day, He's still mm -hmm. coming after us every time we sin, every time we try to go away yeah. from Him. Yeah, and I think the beautiful thing about that is, is within our belief system, you know, within Christianity, it's one of the only belief systems mm. where God is chasing us. Mm. Yeah, you know, true. so often a lot of the other belief systems, we have to do all this stuff to get to God. Mm. But within this one, He's mm. He wants to be with us so much that He's following us. Like, wait, I want to come along. I want to be part of your life. And also, uh, sometimes a lot of belief systems, they tend to fear God in the sense that that if, if I sin, if I do something wrong, He's going to come down or mm -hmm. do something bad, and if something bad's going to happen, He's going to curse us, whatever. You know, that goes to different beliefs. But our God, mm -hmm. as you can tell, that as soon as we sinned, He, he mm -hmm. didn't curse us or anything. Mm -hmm. he, came, he came after us. And that mm -hmm. point to me just, just talks to me Absolutely. a lot. Absolutely. You know, on that point, I think even in Christianity, we still get that bug. <laughs> what? We're still like, no! Still like, um, you know, this, 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 and this, and sorry, that's so vague. Yeah, <laughs> um, this, this, and this, this, this is and this. what we're dealing with here. <laughs> no, like it's easier for us to know what we can do. Mm -hmm. Like we we know something that we shouldn't do, so we build a fence around it, and then we build a fence around that, and mm. we build a fence around that, so there's no chance we're going that way. Right. And I mean, that's what the Pharisees and Sadducees did in the day of Christ, and mm -hmm. I think we still do it. Um, how is Satan's trying to get at, get at us so we don't have the mindset that, oh, I fell, I need to come back to Christ. It's, I fell, what do I need to do? I mean, you're supposed to do something. You're supposed to run back to Christ, mm -hmm. right. but, you know, it's simple because we're just supposed to look. You know, basically we yeah. just have to acknowledge him. He's there. It's just an act of us being, okay, now it's time. I'm ready to turn to you. It's yeah. so easy to slip back into doing yeah. instead of trusting. Mm. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You keep leaning forward. Is that like a, I want to add something? <laughs> no, or just, are you I'm just, just like I'm getting just into it? I'm listening. I'm soaking it. I'm trying right. to soak everything up because these are some good points. You know, I'm just sitting back listening. Yeah. That's all, yeah. Awesome. Well, I mean, you're the theology major. You're supposed to be like getting on it, preacher style. Like. I mean, he's saying it. Everything has been said, you know. Oh, that's and, awesome. um, mm -hmm. you know. <laughs> no, no, not enough. Awesome. All right, well, how does what you believe about creation or evolution impact the doctrine of salvation? Hmm. I know this is a very deep, loaded question. Really deep. But, I mean, what do you think? Not touching on a lot of what this question is talking about. <laughs> Don't worry, we have a theology major. Oh, boy. He'll fill in the blanks. <laughs> you, you want me to? You can't, go ahead. Uh, uh, okay, no, 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 seriously. This is a major topic mm -hmm. um, in the church today, in Christianity Absolutely. as a whole. Mm -hmm. And I believe that one thing we miss is, like you said, is a relationship. When God created man, he made, he made him, 
it's mm-hmm. like almost he got on his knees. He made them out of dirt. Mm-hmm. And when you when you bring up evolution, it's mm-hmm. kind of like just God just threw everything and mm-hmm. left. You know what I'm saying? And just right. let it. But see, God was there the whole time. Mm-hmm. And like right. you said, God is chasing us. Mm-hmm. And so when you sometimes creation and evolution, it impacts our doctrine because it is how we view God. Right. You see what I'm saying? It's like it, it almost taints the character of God. And that's right. not that's not the God we serve. We serve right. a loving God. Oh, enthusiasm going. in yeah. the corner. Yay. <laughs> enthusiasm. Absolutely. You know how how the Bible is supposed to show the character of God from beginning to end. Right. How it kept building on that. And then when we got to Jesus, it was like all of what you know in a person, mm-hmm. in Christ. And to have, to look at Christ and to think back and say, this God just put it into action. Mm-hmm. It doesn't quite jive. Right. And use colloquialisms. Right. But what if someone doesn't believe in the Bible, then what? Mm. Because then we're saying, well, the Bible tells us that this is how God is, so there. Mm. But I think there's a disconnect with that. I don't know, but... Um, <laughs> I don't know, so but... Please, but if it, I mean, please correct my thinking on this issue, but I believe that evolutionism in general, like, in my opinion, you know, you, you get old, mm-hmm. you know, you die, and... That's that's the end of your evolution. The end. The, the, the end. There is no salvation. Mm. That's it. Right. You, the only evolution, in a sense, is that in terms of evolution, is that your genes get passed on. So technically, a part of you get passed on to your children. And that's maybe that's that's a form of, mm-hmm. in some sense, their sense of salvation, in a sense, like because that's how they're <laughs> living on. Maybe strongest, the strongest yeah. will survive. Right. And, but but if you look at it, it says. And, and the question you just posed talks mm-hmm. about creation. Mm-hmm. And if we're all created, there must be a creator, mm-hmm. right? And if, a, and if a creator created us and we are living in a life of sin and mm-hmm. sin is mm-hmm. destructive, would a creator create something for it to be destroyed? The answer mm-hmm. is no. Mm-hmm. And I believe that th- he mm-hmm. made a plan of salvation because mm-hmm. he doesn't want to see his creation destroyed. And I believe that's how much He loves us, that He's willing to create us and send us a plan of salvation mm-hmm. through Jesus Christ so that right. we can live on. It's, it's, sure, it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> what were you going to say? You were about to jump in there and say something you, about... I was just going to say, um, basically, along with that, how can you look at the world and say, it just happened? You know what I'm saying? I believe it takes more faith not to believe in God than it does to actually mm-hmm. believe in them. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, there's some, you know, this was actually a cliche that people say who are um, atheists or mm-hmm. people who don't believe in God, but right. one of the things they say is, how do you know there's a God? And you can just kind of look around and see, and that's kind of our part too as Christians. We're supposed to show the love of God, you know? Right. Um, and they're supposed to see it through us and then also be drawn that way too. Yeah. So. I think one of the, um, I think the point we're talking about is comparing between theistic evolution and mm-hmm. a creation, uh, like <laughs> doing good. <laughs> the other, um, that it's almost deism, where mm-hmm. God set things into motion, mm-hmm. clock, uh, clockmaker God. Mm-hmm. You set it going and let, let it go. go. I think you answered it. That 
I think it was from the heart, mm -hmm. as um, what a lot of my friends deal with is thinking about a God that would see all of the things that are happening now and not change it, or right. a God that would allow stuff like this to happen. You know, use a technical word, theodicy. Mm -hmm. And that's a whole nother topic I'm not going to get into. <laughs> but, um, no, but it's true. It shows an interactive God yeah, as opposed yeah. to a standoffish God yes. that is just separated from you. Yeah. He's, he's engaged. He's mm -hmm. active in the process mm -hmm. with you. And so it's a call to action as well for us. Because mm -hmm. if, you know, it takes mm -hmm. two to tango, whatever that <laughs> slang thing is. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> Something yes. I'd like to put out there is that when we're coming to the Bible, when we're um, thinking about the character of God that's portrayed in the Bible mm -hmm. through Jesus, we should probably come to the Gospels since that's the, the pinnacle right. of the whole story of salvation. It comes to Christ mm -hmm. and then the rest is everything else. <laughs> right. And if we're going to look at the Bible, we should understand that it's the same God throughout the Bible. Right. The same God that was in Genesis, the same God that's in Revelation coming back, and the mm -hmm. same God that came and died for our sins. And mm -hmm. if we're going to read the Bible in a way that, um, that understands that we should have it we should be reading it with that in the back of our minds right. that Christ is a representation of what else I'm right. reading. Right. And you know what I think is really cool, and I'm just going to throw my own thing in there, which right. I sometimes <laughs> do, but not always. Um, I think it's really cool because, you know, it says, how does what you believe about creation or evolution impact the doctrine of salvation? Hmm. And for me, creation is such an inspiring event. I was an art major first, and mm. so I appreciate art, like, so much and I love nature because it's the coolest canvas ever and the stuff that is out there is so bizarre and like unique and there's nothing the same and it's just always exciting right mm. so you picture this God who is so creative and he's so inspiring right. and just totally out there no no limits right mm. he just went all out so that was creation what's the grand finale gonna be oh, <laughs> right so, like, this is a ridiculous God. His plan of salvation is just, like, full-blown going to be awesome. Like, there's no way because the creation was awesome. So, like, when you look at it that way, it's like it just seems like it, it has to be so exciting and, like, awe-inspiring because I can't even fathom what it could be because I go out in nature and I'm just like, this tree is amazing, you know, and I spend 20 minutes looking at a tree and that's, you know, almost an inanimate object, if you will. It's just chilling. So imagine what this active God that's involved in your life is doing throughout mm. salvation, you know, and we, we don't have any idea. We're just like idiots sitting by going, what's happening? <laughs> so I just think, I, I don't know, for me, I just had to throw that in there that I think it's this really exciting God um, throughout the entire process. So what does it mean to be a new creation in Christ? Honestly, this, I can answer this question personally because at first, I didn't get this concept of being mm -hmm. a new creation because, you know, pastor would get up on pulpit and be like, you guys, you know, give your life to Jesus Christ, you'll be a new creation, mm -hmm. you know, and my friends got baptized and they, you know, they got baptized in the water, they came out, to me, they looked the same, I mean, <laughs> no, no change, nothing, right? How are they a new creation? Mm -hmm. But as I began in my senior year of high school to read the Bible more and, mm -hmm. and fully understand this concept, 
I do have to tell you, it takes a little bit of faith to believe that once you give your life to Christ, you are a new creation. Mm -hmm. But the way I understood it is like, I'm a car guy, mm -hmm. and my favorite car is, is a Lamborghini. So let's assume you're a dealership, Me right? Too. Oh, Me too. Start a club. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and let's assume you go to a dealership, right? Brand new Lamborghini. Mm -hmm. You know, you can, you can open the Lamborghini door and you can smell the fresh Italian leather. <laughs> no, no, no scratches on the outside, right? It just, is... It's brand new. Right. It's brand new. And let's, let's move that example to us. I think that when we give our lives to Christ and we accept Him mm -hmm. as our Savior and the one that died for our sins, mm. it's like... We become Lamborghinis. Yes. Lamborghinis, no scratches. Yeah, no scratches <laughs> at all. Our, our robe of sin, sinfulness is like taken off of us mm. and we're just given this new robe. Mm -hmm. Like that new coat of paint new on a Lamborghini. Job. Exactly. I see what's happening and here. It's, it's it's amazing once you get that in your head. Because mm -hmm. most people don't realize that. Most people like I get baptized, I go to church, you know, mm -hmm. I give my life to Christ. What's next? But right. when you change your mindset on the issue and you realize that, man, I'm given a new you know, new robe of salvation. Right. I, I am a reflection of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Changes everything. Absolutely. And I think that's why our church is so adamant about it has to be a choice that you make as mm. an adult to be baptized. Right. Yeah. Because you become a new creation, you know, conceptually through baptism, right? Yeah. So if you do that as a little kid or if you do that without knowing, then you're not really making that choice. So yeah. you're not really giving it a fair chance. <laughs> but yeah, anything you want to add on that? You guys? I'd like to build like, on that. Um, Do it. Build on that. Go on, Greg. Step by step. <laughs> the, I like to separate the idea of justification and sanctification. Those are technical mm -hmm. terms. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, when I was baptized, it's like, oh, you know, I'll never be angry again. <laughs> yeah, that's going to work out. sounds right now. <laughs> but um, but that, that idea is there. Um, and it's a little deceptive. When we're, when we're saved, when we ask God for forgiveness, what we've done, it's reconciling just like I would ask you for forgiveness, what I did. Mm -hmm. But our relationship still has issues. Mm -hmm. Like I might still have those tendencies to not take out the trash <laughs> and just go watch TV. Right. And I need to, that needs to be changed. And that's not, whing! Yeah, gone. all done. Right. It um, it takes consistent watching. Hey, so when she comes in, she likes to go and take out the trash and then watch TV. Like, and like so thinking about what what God does, mm -hmm. and that's how Jesus is our example. Like watching mm -hmm. Jesus. Okay. This is how he dealt right. with somebody who was rude to his face. This right. is how he dealt with backstabbers. This right. is how de he dealt with a best friend that went and sold him. <laughs> like right. these huge things. And those things don't just change in you. It takes time. And mm -hmm. so that's the sanctification part mm. where I've crashed my Lamborghini. Um, the ticket is forgiven. Now mm. I got to have my dad help me. Mm -hmm. rebuild this thing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that's really cool because I think it's about the relationship again is, mm -hmm. is that there needs to be something more than just and it's, yeah <laughs> an instantaneous moment you know mm -hmm. it's about connectivity yeah and that's why it's so important for individuals to have an individual relationship with God mm -hmm. because I can have my parents belief system 
all day long. But when it comes down to it, what am I gonna do? <laughs> you know? You so. got me going. I'm sorry. <laughs> and, go ahead. Okay. Um, you know how God could just send angels. I think he could just send angels to represent what his character is like and we'd be done with, you know, well, these people weren't nice to me in church. They were talking behind my back and they're supposed to represent God. If God's like that, I don't want to be a part of this church. Like mm. that kind of stuff. You know, we we fall right. <laughs> so much. And it feels like it would be easier if God sent angels. But again, it's about <laughs> that relationship part yeah. where we learn the most about God's love for human beings around us. We learn the most about the character of God by doing what he loves best. Right. And so how do we, in turn, I guess, express our gratitude to God for his saving grace? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> yeah. you have something to say there, Thomas. Yeah, I wanted, I wanted to also bring this toward those people who, you know, who's in the in the process of making that decision mm -hmm. because I wasn't I, I wasn't always Christian mm -hmm. and when you talk about a creation you look back when you talk about going into that baptism and you, you're a new Lamborghini mm -hmm. you have no scratches and then you come out and then the process goes you mm -hmm. crash a couple mm -hmm. of times right. you get that ticket of forgiveness mm -hmm. and then you look back and you're saying Look at what I used to be mm -hmm. and look at where I used to be and look what I, you know, what I've become and look right. where God has moved me. And it's just so it's just the process. Absolutely. And I think there's a really practical side of it. We only have a couple more seconds before we have to wrap up. But I think there's this practical side of it is, is that it's our job to do something at that point. When you're mm -hmm. filled with his love and you realize his grace, you can't help but do something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, you just want to get involved. You want to do something. You have like 10 seconds, so go for it. It all boils down to, <laughs> for me, it all boils down to, to love. Mm -hmm. The only way we can express our gratitude to God mm -hmm. is giving him what he wants most and what we want most. Because he gives us love, mm -hmm. we just got to give it back to him. Awesome. And that, that's, that's, that's it. It's a beautiful thing you've just said there. Beautiful thing. So yep. we need to love. I'm known as the hippie of the show, so I'm just going <laughs> to just go with the love emotion. Well, thank you so much, guys, for being on the panel. I know that some people will have learned a lot of things from you. So I hope to see you again. Thank you for joining us here on the show. You can start a discussion on our Facebook page or write us at www.sabbathschoolu.org. That's www.sabbathschool, the letter U, dot O-R-G. Bible study is an inspiring adventure. It's for both the head and for the heart. And may yours grow in God's spirit. I'm Sarah McClone. We'll see you next time on Sabbath School University.